Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to the Live in the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaletti, and what an awesome CEO slash world traveler guest I have for you today. Ashley Abushi. It's just so fun to say the last name. I'm going to keep saying it <laughs> through the next 45 minutes. Ashley Abushi is the CEO of Dream Teamers, which you will hear more about later. She is a mindset coach, passionate life learner, and world explorer. She's also an international model, humanitarian, activist, volunteer, vegan, and athlete devoted to making this world a happier, healthier, more fulfilling place. As someone who is very passionate about the personal development space, she thrives most when inspiring others to shift their mindset, believe in themselves, step into their greatness, and go after the life of their dreams. Ashley loves connecting incredible people. She has lived in five continents. Let me repeat that again. Five continents and is currently calling Los Angeles, California her home. She creates a community everywhere she goes and is most often seen wearing a smile like she is currently. Please welcome Ashley. What's up? (laughs) Hey. I'm excited. So happy to be here. (laughs) This is... Before we even kick things off, Ashley and I met at a Tony Robbins event called Unleash the Power Within, and it was like just immediate awesome connection because she was running around like a nut, getting people excited and inspired and motivated, and we just had to connect. So there's the backstory, and we've just (laughs) grown since then. It's been, what, four years almost? Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how fast time flies, but yeah, four years. What? (laughs) Now she's taking over the world by connecting people all over the world. So Ashley, let's get right into it. I've known you relatively well the last few years, but I don't know much about your background. So why don't we start there and tell us a little bit about how you grew up, where you grew up, and how you started loving traveling, because clearly that's been a focal point of your life so far. (laughs) Sure. So I was born in Connecticut and then grew up in Chicago in the suburbs. And I'm only second generation in the States. So each of my grandparents are from a different country, um, Puerto Rico, Greece, Palestine, and England. So I just love kind of having been brought up with a bunch of different, you know, backgrounds and religions and cultures. And just like in our family, we're just like, but just be kind to everyone because why wouldn't you, you know? Um, And so I would visit my grandparents in Greece every summer. So I'd spend my summers with my grandfather and, um, and then I'd go visit my family in Connecticut. And so to my grandfather growing up during, you know, a lot of things that like we have never had to deal with. It was just like education was so important to him. So he would uh, take my sister and I to a new country in Europe, like when we'd visit. So it's like, okay, let's go to every museum possible. We'd be like, go to Italy. And we're like, but we can't walk anymore. And he's there with his Velcro shoes. He's like, all right, let's go to the next museum. And we're like, no, we can't. But it was just the idea that travel and education was so important to him. And then we got to see all these amazing things. And I wrote this article called, what are you waiting for? About kind of how I went on this world trip, um, like a few years after college. And yeah, I was, I hit five continents and I, traveled to like 10 countries that time for nine months and I did couch surfing. So it was just like the idea with behind the article was also just to say like, I didn't have the money or the connections, but like it was a priority to me to travel. So I made it work. And um, so it just kind of opened my eyes to, wow, there's so many amazing things and places in the world. And growing up, I was frustrated at my parents all the time. Like, why don't we have all these nice things that everybody else has? And, you know, we had this house, but all our walls were white inside and it wasn't like, you know, we'd like rusty old cars at the Ibushi house and like everybody else had like nicer cars. And I'm like the oldest kid on the bus because my parents are like, can you afford a car? No. Oh, looks like you're not driving then. <laughs> so it was just like, it was just kind of this experience growing up in this culture where we kind of put so much value on 
material objects and traveling opened my eyes so much to there's so many more important things than having a nicer car to get to class, you know? So that's kind of what sparked this travel bug in me that I just have loved so much, you know, being it, I just I really, really feel like travel makes the world such a better place because it opens people's eyes to being more compassionate and empathetic and open-minded. And I think it's so important. I totally, totally agree with that. And I think that's so cool that you just go for it. I mean, you seem like you've always been that way for the last few years. And now I I know that you've been that way since birth. So that is (laughs) awesome. And and then you hear all the time, experiences are greater than stuff and you live it. I think that's the coolest part is you live out that quote. Exactly. It's awesome. Thank you. I actually, ironically enough, I actually was not always that way. And I also used to think that I was like the ugliest person that I knew. And my dad used to have me say in the bathroom, he'd like go to the bathroom and look in the mirror and be like, I am beautiful, like a hundred times every day. He used to make me say that. And so, and then when I became, you know, this model in high school, I was like, wow, I just feel like I kind of grew into this, you know, liking who I was because actually I really didn't for a long time. And I was really struggling with, with the way that I looked. And also, I was shy, believe it or not. I wish I don't believe it. Sorry, I don't <laughs> believe it, Ashley. <laughs> well, no, this is great. I, I didn't know, not great, but this is, I didn't know this about you. Can you talk a little bit more about someone who was shy and maybe didn't have a lot of confidence and you just gave one piece of awesome advice, which is the affirmations And I guess the other key is believing what you're saying when you're doing the affirmations. Do you have other thoughts about how did you turn the corner from shy and not a lot of confidence to not shy and a very confident woman? (laughs) I think it's just that it was just like this mindset shift that happened when I was just, when you kind of think of like, well, why not? You see people that are confident or you see people that are um, just feeling amazing. And when you kind of look and feel you, you, you don't realize like, well, why can't I feel that way? You know, it's kind of like, well, why not me? And I think I just, from my dad having me say that to myself, I, it helped me to believe it. And also I think like playing, I was really active in sports. And so that was a huge help for me, like being on different teams. Um, Not only did it help me with teamwork, which I think is so important with working better with people in general, which we all need to work on, right? And so we all work with other people. Um, But also it helps you be more confident when you have a team like supporting you and building you up and you're like, yeah, you can do it. You can get that goal. You can make that basket, whatever sport you're playing. I think that was a huge builder for me um, in my confidence. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you did the 100 I am beautiful is because you probably would not be where you are today if it wasn't for some of those <laughs> habits that you did. Kudos to your father. That's Dang. really cool. And you listen to your dad. Unlike some of the, I didn't listen to my dad with all the great advice he has. I should have probably listened. It, well, well, no, he stood with me and made me do it. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. I was like, this is stupid. I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this. And he's like, well, we'll just sit here all night then. <laughs> Thank <laughs> like, you for your honesty. <laughs> That's great. That is really <laughs> funny. Good for him. I'm glad that he did. I don't believe it. you. He's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> He's like, do you mean it? I'm like, I... <laughs> so, so, so you go from, you, you know, you're saying this in the mirror, you start getting into sports, you're getting into modeling. It seems like your confidence is growing. Then you decide to start traveling. Can you tell us some of the places you've been and maybe your favorite place that you've lived in the last bunch of years? Yeah. So I, you know, have spent a lot of time, a long, a long time, a lot, many times I've been to Greece. <laughs> I'm really excited to get my Greek passport too um, soon. So Greece, always a favorite. I feel like I'm biased because I have family there, but in general, I love that there is history and culture and mountains and ocean and city all within like an hour and a half of each other. And the people are nice and the food's amazing. So like, I love all of those things. So <laughs> I definitely am a huge fan of Greece. If anyone hasn't been, I totally recommend it. Um, we haven't been. We have not yeah, been. you're going. I know. <laughs> I think we're going to make it a Dream Teamers trip. So hopefully Don't, you guys will be there. We're going to talk about Dream Teamers later. Um, okay. <laughs> 
And um, I spent a lot of time in, and the thing is I've been to, you know, for every year since 2010, um, up until the last year or two, I went to Dubai every year for three weeks oh, to three months. I, I love Dubai. Oh. It's really amazing. South Africa, I lived there twice. Um, Australia, New Zealand, Hong Kong, uh, Singapore. I've been to where else? So many different places. And I'll, but I keep going. And I was living in Bali for six months. Um, when we met, I had just moved to Bali right after that. Yep. So I, I just. Uh, and the Philippines was one of the most amazing trips of my life. I had been sponsoring a child there for 16 years. He's now in college. And I was just like, I have to go and meet them. And it was one of the most special trips of my life, getting to spend the whole day with Jarek and his family. And they're lovely. And we just had the best day all being tourists together. And, uh, and the Philippines was beautiful. I mean, oh, my gosh. I mean, this so is amazing. You've done this. is. I mean, you fit like four lifetimes in your life and you're only in your, you're barely 30. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> That's so cool. Let, let me ask you this. What's, and I'm sure there's hundreds, but is there one thing that you learned from all this experience? And you said kindness, which I think is a huge, that's a huge answer. Is there something else that sticks out that you learned through all this travel that you think about and you've really grown from and learned from? I mean, I just think the idea of like compassion and empathy are so important. And like in my family growing up, that was always a huge, a huge thing for us. It's like we'd always volunteer together. Um, you know, we were that family that would do things like that together or drive around with our leftovers if we could find someone to give our food to. Like we didn't like to waste anything. Um, I think traveling is so special because it allows you to be a minority when you may have never had that experience before. And I think that's so powerful, you know, because a lot of times, and even, you know, when I was traveling, a lot of people would talk about, oh, this place, this place. And it's like, well, no place is perfect. And especially, you know, obviously our country, like no, no country is perfect. I just feel like people do the best they can. I just, I'm kind of always so shocked a little bit when people talk about something that they have no idea or experience. And they are so close-minded to the idea that maybe they could be wrong or a little off. And so it's kind of like, you're telling me all these negative things about this place that I've lived in that you've never been to and you've never even talked to someone that is from there or like that. And it's just, I just think that's so sad. And I just think it, it creates so much unnecessary tension and hatred. And I just think it's just a really disappointing you know, that's really disappointing. I think I really encourage people to travel. So maybe someone's like, oh, I'm scared to go there. I don't, those people. And it's like, well, have you ever talked to one? Have you ever met someone? And it's like, oh, so where are you getting that information from? You know, so it's just kind of like, I just really want people to have that experience. And I think it's also with, I don't know, I, I feel like in sports too, being underestimated a lot. It's like, oh, I'm a girl. And like a mostly men football team are playing in basketball. And it's like, hey, I just shoot threes to get in like everybody else, you know, it's just like, but it makes me want to be better and show up better and feel like, oh, I'm strong. I can do this. And so I just am passionate about putting yourself outside of your quote unquote comfort zone for a lot of people, because I think that's where all the growth happens. You're going to be a better player in a sport by playing with people that are better than you, not by playing with people that are not, you know, oh, better than you. And I think that's... same thing with, you know, traveling, like go outside your comfort zone, go to a place that may you might be a little intimidated by or scared of because that's the only way you're going to grow and get, you know, have this conversation with someone that you thought you didn't like, or, you know, because most of the time it was just a misunderstanding or, you know. So. I love all of that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's the only way to grow. Get outside of the comfort zone. I think it is. Yeah. Awesome. And I love what you said about you feel like the minority and it's, it could, it's probably a little bit of a different feeling, but then you probably are more empathetic towards people that totally. are minorities the whole life in a country. That's really, yeah. that's powerful insight. That's really, really good. Okay. So you're traveling a ton, which I think is the coolest thing in the world. I have to ask, my wife and I talk about this a lot when we're traveling and trying to be healthy as we travel. And I guess this is going to roll into a question about you being a vegan, plant-based, et cetera. Do you find you can eat healthy and be healthy while traveling? How do you do it? And tell us about the vegan lifestyle. There's like four <laughs> questions in there. So you can pick them apart one by one. Yeah. So I actually found it to be um, 
pretty easy because it's all your mindset, right? It's like, if you think something's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. If you think something's going to be easy, it's going to be easy. So the first time I had cut out, the first thing I did was I cut out gluten dairy. And that was, I don't know, 10 years ago when I was living in South Africa. I went to a doctor, I was having some issues with my stomach. And he was like, Oh, cut this out. And if you have an issue, come back. And I was like, I feel amazing. Oh my gosh, this is great. I want to live like this. Yes, I love that. <laughs> and, then, and then I came back to the States and I was just like, watched a video and one of my majors in college was environmental science. So just kind of like learning. And I'm like, I don't want anything or anyone to suffer from me to eat if I could eat perfectly happy and healthy and cleanly by eating um, plant-based. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cut out meat also. So I think if your why is strong enough, you can do anything, mm. you know? And so for me, it was like, if I'm so serious about wanting to positively impact the world and inspire people, I have to be willing to start with myself. And I believe that going plant-based makes a big difference in the lives of so many animals and just in your own health. And so also for the planet. So it's like, okay, well, if I can't do that, then what am I here doing trying to tell other people, you know, hey, you know, you can make a difference. And so my why is so strong that I haven't had at all, like at all, the urge to eat meat ever. Like living on islands a couple of times, I have without other options. Like I, like I already told you, it's like I have had like, oh, you caught that fish that day and there's no other food. Like, oh, I'm not going to starve myself, but I do the best that I can. And I choose to be like gluten-free vegan. So that is just my choice. I think like giving yourself grace. I think a lot of people don't give themselves grace. And that's when they have a hard time. It's like, oh, but what am I going to eat if I'm vegan? What am I going to eat for breakfast and lunch? You know, what am I going to eat for tomorrow? What am I getting next week? What if I, what am I eat this? And it's like, okay, let's just take one meal at a time. Like what do you eat right now? <laughs> and okay. It's easy to cut, just cook a little differently. It's like, I love pancakes and donuts and I just cook it differently or I eat differently. And I find that I actually eat more variety of food now that I cut out you know, that I'm plant-based because I'm always trying new things and I'm so excited. Like, Ooh, I want to try this new vegan burger that is like, you know, or I want to cook this tonight or make this, or I'm always looking for new restaurant options. Like, Ooh, what else can I check out and try? You know? And it's funny. People are always surprised when they're like, you don't really eat salads. And I'm like, no, I don't really eat salads that often. Like I'm, I'm totally happy if it's like a big, thick, salad of like avocado and chickpeas and black beans and it's oh. like delicious but not just like lettuce and a tomato no why would I eat that do you want to eat that no <laughs> like you know what I mean I'm like that's not what I'm gonna eat um so I think a lot of times people don't realize it's so much easier than you think even I was talking to someone the other day and it's like peanut butter and jelly is vegan yeah like you're feeding your kids vegan already <laughs> you know what I mean um and I just feel like it's traveling overseas where the amount of processed food, the amount of whole, like is so much less than in the States. And it's also whole foods, right? Like people in Europe, like they're eating more whole foods. At first when I was trying to explain to my, you know, family overseas, like, or friends, the idea of like organic and like, it's like, well, I don't understand. Cause it's like all the things are organic that we're having in this village or this area. And it's like, yeah, but we don't have that luxury of like everything being organic. So it has to just be different. Um, so I just think, you know, it's all your mindset, but it's this idea that if you believe it's going to be easy, it'll be easy. And the more I feel like as time goes on and as more people are becoming more health conscious um, and a little bit more okay with the idea of like, oh, okay, meatless Mondays, I can do that, you know, and okay with trying something. It's like, oh, okay, I'll try this. You know, we've, we're getting so many more options and I had some of the most amazing food traveling like Greece, Bali, like, you know so many amazing, delicious, like vegan meals and dishes that nobody would know is, you know, vegan. They just wouldn't think of it. It's like, it's a dish that's delicious, right? Why do you care if it's with meat or not, if you're full and it's delicious? So I think that's kind of my big advice for people. It's like, why not just be open-minded to trying new things, especially if you, you know, think that it's, or know that it's healthier for your body. If you're full and delicious, it's delicious. Why does it matter? <laughs> It's you know, so I love bringing stuff to plant to people's houses. I have like a couple sta staple dishes I'll send you guys. And it's like this broccoli quinoa casserole and some desserts. And it's like, it's gluten free vegan. But would anybody know? No. So I don't tell them until after I'm like, Oh, you liked it. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds so vegan. <laughs> yeah, like, don't tell them until after they're done. That's a good. Right? Plan. That's a really good plan. <laughs> I mean, 
my wife's vegan, I'm close, plant-based, and you, everything you said, it's just so true. And I think you're proving this. To me, your energy level, it's like you're getting younger every year. I mean, your energy is rising. And <laughs> I, I'm not saying that's all because of vegan, but that's one of the things I've noticed is my energy is much higher. I'm 37 years old. I feel like I'm 23. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Hello, you just ran 100 miles. Like, if anybody is getting younger, Matt, I mean, I'm still aspiring to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about me. We're talking about Ashley. Uh, <laughs> you're right, though. I mean, recovering from a 100 mile or the, all these marathons, I think the vegan lifestyle is a huge reason why that totally. is. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head, too. I wrote that down. A strong why for anyone watching and listening, no matter what you're trying to do, you have a strong enough why. I feel like you can run through walls and just become this totally. unstoppable force. So I'm so glad that you said that. Now, how, how about someone who's listening to this thinking, you know, maybe they've lived unhealthy for, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years. And they're like, this is just kind of who I am. But they're thinking about a healthier lifestyle. Do you have any like first step advice or thoughts on what they could do to start the shift? Yeah. So, well, I don't have a, you know, health nutrition, nutritious background. Um, I definitely think like drinking more water is something people don't do enough of. I think most people are dehydrated and don't realize it. Um, I think that's a good way to start to just to start on a healthy, right? Okay, let's drink water. Yeah, it's your test. <laughs> we're both drinking water. If you're just listening, we're chugging water. Right <laughs> I think that's super important. It'll help you um, also with a bunch of cravings. I think if you're so used to, so for me, for example, I love peanut butter <laughs> and I used to have, right? It's the me best. too. And I used to eat the sugary kind in the store because I think it's what 80% of everything in our grocery stores here has added sugar. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but the other kind that I wanted to eat that was just peanuts was too gross for me. It was like bland. I'm like, Oh, I don't want that. Cause I'm so used to this kind. And so I feel like a lot of times we get in our own way. So I was like, no, but I really want to eat that way. So I'm just going to try it. And once I kind of, you know, in initially things aren't easy, right? It's, I, I forgot the quote, but it's just like, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is hard, your life will be easy. And so it's mm. like, no, but I want that life. I want to start eating better and cleaner and without added sugar and everything. And now after I'm used to that kind of peanut butter, the other kind is too sweet for me. So I think it's also just like acknowledging and being okay with, hey, you know what? This isn't going to taste like what I'm used to because what I'm used to is giving me all these cravings and isn't healthy for my body. And I don't actually want that. So it's just kind of being okay with, let me just try something new and give myself time to acclimate to it. You know, by cutting out meat on Mondays, like people do to help them, you know, like, okay, let me ease into this by having one day a week where I eat super clean. And then I'm really proud of myself. And then it also inspires you to make better, healthier choices too, when you're exercising and eating clean. It just, especially tracking, I think that's one thing that has been super helpful for me. Just sometimes I just started, uh, Cynthia, she's a dream teamer. I started her program and she's having me track my macros. And I'm like, oh no, I can't eat that because I don't want to write it down. And so I'm like, that also is inspiring me to like clean up the way that I'm eating because I don't want to, you know, write it down. So I think that's super helpful for people um, to start writing, even just writing it down to see what they eat. And then it's like, we don't realize what we're eating sometimes. Um, yeah. And then just looking online, it's so easy now with all these accounts, whether it's on Pinterest or Instagram or just Googling all of these people that are just sharing free tips and tricks and recipes and that are 10 ingredients or less that are healthy and delicious. And um, I think that's super helpful. Just knowing that it's okay if you don't know everything, but just seeking out people that have been doing this for a while that may have some good advice for you or recipes to share or how to make it easier, you know, cooking in bulk, that's helpful. So we have a bunch of meals or freezing things. So, and also not having unhealthy snacks at home. I know that's dangerous for me. If I have, oh. if I have chips and stuff, I'm like, nope. Yep. Oh, that's the same with me. I cannot be in the house, cannot keep it in the house. Well, for not being a health coach, that was like seven great ideas you just threw in there. So <laughs> thank you for all those. I mean, that was awesome. You just rattled them off. She didn't even know that question was coming and she <laughs> hit us with a lot of knowledge. So that was awesome. And actually, it's a perfect lead in because I know you said you're not you know, a certified health coach, but 
you are a mindset coach. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why you have so many great answers is you help people shift their mindset. So before we get into dream teamers, which we will in a second, (laughs) tell us a little bit about your style of mindset coaching and yeah, just go for it. I'm excited to hear more yeah, myself. I'm I don't excited know too. <laughs> well, how, so I guess first, like how I got into it, right, was I was not in a very good place in my life. I was really unfulfilled. I was really unhappy. And I noticed that I was kind of blaming everyone and the circumstances for me being in that place. Hmm. And I remember I was at home or at, you know, staying in Greece and I woke up one day and I was unhappy and I was just like, well, wait a minute. Why am I so unhappy? All the people, all the things, all the places that I blamed my unhappiness for are not here right now. They're not part of my life right now. Well, I'm living here for three months or six months. And I was like, so maybe it's not those things. (laughs) Ah. And it was kind of such a big just realization for me to have to take a step back and really kind of check myself and be like, well, wait a minute. I, I don't, how, how can this be? Like I was giving my power to all of these things saying it's your fault. It's this is fault. This fault, this fault, this fault. And it's like, what? I'm, I have to like look inward. I'm like, okay, well, what can I do differently? And then I kind of started realizing, huh, interesting. It's, I can do something about it once I take responsibility for it, for how I'm feeling and how I'm showing up. And it was so special and totally transformed my life and just kind of got me on that kick to being interested in personal development because kind of until that time, like I'd love to go to a seminar and lecture and learn about different things, but it's so interesting how we have no problem going to a seminar or lecture, reading a book for our jobs, but we don't for ourselves. Mm. And we don't for our relationships and we don't, it's like somehow we think we're born knowing how to be happy and healthy and the perfect partner and the perfect parent. And it's just like, wait, why did we think that? We know we're not born to be the perfect employee, right? The perfect <laughs> boss. Like, wh- Why would we think that in any other way? <laughs> True. So that was, that was huge for me and just kind of, and that started, you know, I, um, got this email for a Tony Robbins seminar. And my dad had all the tapes, the Tony Robbins tapes. Oh. I remember seeing him in the house. And I liked some of the things he'd said. So I got to take it for my mom because I'm like, she needs this. I'm going to take her for like a mother-daughter trip because she needs this. And then I take my mom to like a fun mother-daughter trip. And I, on the first day, I was like, oh my gosh, I need this. And I'm like, <laughs> everybody could use this. And I was like, this is amazing. Just the idea that someone literally just called me out on you know, all of my limiting beliefs and my excuses. I was just like, I don't want to live that way full of limiting beliefs and excuses. I don't want to give my power away to anybody else when I have the power to live my best life or take my life into my own hands, you know? So that was basically how I got into this space that I kind of left modeling and acting for a while just to focus on this and learn and go to everything I could and read everything I could, because it was just so amazing to me that I could, you know, take my power back after kind of feeling powerless for a long time. Um, And that was really amazing. So I just love to inspire others to take their power back. And that's kind of something that, you know, challenging limiting beliefs is my style and kind of, something that I'm very passionate about in everyone. Like people will have a conversation with me and just a conversation and I won't even have be coaching anyone. I'm like, but just a question, you know, I'll just be like, <laughs> they're like, Oh man, you're right. You got me. And it's just like, I love poking holes and limiting beliefs because I've been there. I know how it feels to be depressed and to feel like you have no control and no power. And I don't want to live there again. And I, I don't want others to have to, to feel like they have to live there when they don't No, that's i mean that's so good and that's that's so true and that is so true about the tony robbins calling us out for limiting beliefs because he (laughs) called me out too i had to face mine and it was a life-changing experience which i'm sure is the same experience people have when they work with you and it's a perfect lead-in because I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems like the mindset coaching, the knowledge you got from there, you're applying a lot of that into dream teamers. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, 
everyone's dying to know what <laughs> is Dream Teamers. And I, I just love saying it too. It's such a, it flows so well, but oh my gosh, thanks. Shifted, <laughs> not, not necessarily shifted, but how you went from mindset coaching and then started this whole company and brand and what it is. Yeah. So I would say um, this year has been so just such an, a challenging for many people, a year of just full of surprises, right? people having to shift their companies, their lives um, in so many ways. And right, like that's the only thing we don't have control over is that there will always be change. And the only thing we have control over is how we show up. You know, that's yep. the only thing we can control. And so just with different circumstances and things changing, I was living in Manhattan <laughs> at the start of COVID, um, not the best place to be at the time. And sure. I, I had, um, I went to, I already told you, the Tony Robbins 60th birthday supporting like a really amazing Operation Underground Railroad uh, charity for fighting trafficking. And I reconnected with Lisa, my business partner, and I just, I love making friends and I love having, you know, when I travel to different places, I'll have a little farewell every time because I love my friends meeting each other. They're like, oh, how do you know Ashley? Oh, I met her at a protest. I met her playing football. I met her walking down the street, <laughs> you know, and so like... <laughs> She started talking to me. I'm like, I love your hat. Let's be friends. So I, um, so I had this little farewell and people are all connecting and meeting. And then I left and Lisa and I had stayed, you know, in touch. And we're like, hey, let's, as things started closing off and, um, you know, both of us were kind of like, I just don't feel like I'm having everything I want in my life right now. And I want to have some changes, but I can't figure out what it is. Um, let's hold each other accountable, right? Because that's the only thing we can control. It's like, Am I doing everything I can be doing to live my best life? Am I showing up? Am I, you know what I mean? It's like if people can say all they want, I want to lose weight, right? But it's, but are you showing up for yourself? Are you eating healthy? Are you going to the gym? Are you, you know, and so it's that idea that I didn't want another year to go by where I wasn't living my best life because for a while I was, I was traveling. I was having such, I was so happy. I was doing all these things and I was just kind of feeling for the past couple of years, like, I just feel like something's missing. I'm not really truly fulfilled. And I had lived in Bali and I was living in New York, both amazing. And New York is such an amazing place. I'd always wanted to live also. And so uh, we decided to hold each other accountable every week. We're like, okay, let's have a call each week and check in with each other and be like, hey, are you reaching your goals this week? What's going on? How's your week going? And uh, one time Lisa, I was because we FaceTime, I was in the kitchen, like cooking. And Lisa was like, Oh, my goal is I want to do 100 squats. And I'm like, Alright, go right now. <laughs> on the call. She's like, What? And so she's literally sitting there with her phone as she's squatting and I'm cooking. And we just started doing that for all of our calls. We're like, this is amazing. We were just doing all the things we wanted to do and kind of like using that time to hold space for each other to accomplish our goals. It was amazing. And so we were like, this is great. And both of us, Lisa coming from, you know, Silicon Valley background and tech, she's amazing. And me with my traveling all over the world. And like, we have such, you know, unique backgrounds, but we complement each other so well. Um, we were like, let's do something about this. How can we, and it's, how can we do something with this? And so we, this idea of dream teamers was born, like, let's create a mastermind. I love connecting people. She loves connecting people. And people ask me all the time, you know, I'm going to this place. Do you have any friends or, you know, places you can recommend? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let me connect you here, here. And so it was just that people couldn't really travel right now or get to network with everything kind of being closed. And so it's like, this could be a great way for people to still connect and network and make friends and, you know, give them some kind of positive, you know, something positive to look forward to. And so we've definitely evolved a lot from, you know, when we started and we're so excited. We are a basically a co-coaching platform of just like entrepreneurs and creatives and anyone that's really interested in leveling up in any era of your life. And so I truly believe that you can't have a fulfilling life if you focus only on one area in your life. And I think many people do that. You know, they'll be a rock star in business, have a ton of money in the bank, but they don't necessarily have the best life at home because they're not spending the time and the effort or the energy on that because they're putting all their energy into something else. And the same thing, like maybe you're such an amazing health and fitness rock star, but you don't have any money because you're not focusing on clients or this or, you know, and so it's just kind of like, okay, instead of just focusing on one 
why don't we focus on all of that? So it's like we basically have masterminds twice a month. As you know, we're so happy you're part of Dream Teamers, Matt, um, where we have panels. So we have, you know, so many experts in so many different areas of life and industries that we want to offer as much value as we can, right? So it's like, okay, awesome. Let's do a panel discussion once a month with a bunch of experts in that field, whether it's health and fitness or personal development or business so that everybody can ask their questions that they have and just listen and learn so many things. And then we'll do one um, that's more social. And then we match everyone with a partner. So you check in with each other every week. And it's been really exciting and amazing because people have made such great friendships and people just have that accountability where it's exciting and it inspires them to show up for themselves by showing up for someone else. You know, just someone to hold that space for you, to be present for you. And I think that's so powerful because a lot of times, especially founders, they get founders depression or they're all alone. It's so much work to be a creative or an entrepreneur or want something more than a nine to five. And it's okay if people want a nine to five. You know, there's so many things, so many of us aspire to and want to achieve. But whether it's in, I want to wake up earlier or I want to figure out how I can, you know, start this business or get more clients, all of it, you know, we can do so much better having support with us. And a lot of times people don't, especially ambitious people don't have or feel like they have that support. So that's what we've tried to create is this supportive community that allows people to, you know, show up as their best selves and also network all over the world. So it also inspires traveling, you know, because now it's like you have a friend in other places. So people are excited. Um, So I'm really excited. We have live events. That'll be so much fun. Um, so yeah, that's what dream teamers is. I mean, and it's just for a testimonial, as Ashley said, I am <laughs> dream teamers and everything she said is so true. And I say this as a friend, but also as someone that's just involved in dream teamers, I was talking to Ashley before we started recording and the person that they connect me with, it's unbelievable. The contact <laughs> we have, he's become like an instant best friend and it's just a really, really cool platform. So what's the... What's the, the ultimate vision? I mean, clearly, to me, this thing is probably going to keep growing by leaps and bounds by getting bigger master, masterminds and more people connecting. Is there, is there things you can tell us for the, the big vision for this? Yeah, I want so continue to grow and expand um, just because we love how much value everyone's getting from it and the connections and the friends that people are making. Um, And we want to focus on doing like scholarship programs and teaching this idea of accountability and just being supportive to each other and also taking responsibility for your life to others. So to other communities and other places where maybe they don't have access to a personal development event. So it'd be so fun if we could with some dream teamers go in an area and just share like, Hey, you buy this by showing up for each other by, you know, supporting each other you're also supporting yourself and so there's a lot of things that we want to do like so many exciting things um with that and with dream teamers also supporting all the dream teamers like it's not like the Ashley and Lisa show we want you know as you know like we love supporting all the dream teamers and their businesses and what they're doing so like your shirt my shirt like my shirt is Robin's I am woman shirt yours is the motivator shirt love Love it it. from shop confidence I'm wearing bread sweat with soul gratitude like grateful hat so it's just like anything we can do, whether it's a business, like a service or anything, we love supporting everyone, whether it's giving a platform for you guys all to speak on, um, to grow your brand and have more experience speaking or have more of like anything we can do just so that we can all support each other is basically like where we want to go. And we're constantly getting new ideas and evolving in that way. So we're really happy with just how everything is panning out and how much how just how grateful we are for all of you guys. Like you are amazing, Matt. We were so grateful to have you speaking on our health and fitness platform. Everybody loved it. Um, so that yeah, just continue to bring all these amazing people together. <laughs> You're doing it. I mean, it's so true. And she's so humble that she won't toot her own horn in some areas. So I'm going to do it right now. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't know this question's coming, but I swear that her and her business partner have been on the cover of every magazine in the United States of America. <laughs> But can you tell us, I know it's public now, so I think you can say, you were just, tell everyone about the, uh, the magazine that just- I, Yeah, so yeah. 
one of the dream teamers, um, he asked us, he's like, Hey, I'd like to submit you guys for Yahoo Finance is putting together this article on 21 founders changing the way we do business in 2021. And we were just like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, we would love that because we had just spoken with him about what we're doing and like this idea of, you know, there's sure there are masterminds. Sure. You can watch videos on YouTube, but what you've got dream teamers is you not only get someone that's there to show up for you. It's like you also have access to all these amazing experts in different industries. So whether it's like, Hey, maybe I am this rock star in health and fitness, but I'm interested in investing in real estate. So it's like, cool, reach out to the dream teamers that are in real estate investing. And now you have that connection and someone that's there just to be like, Hey, yeah, of course, let's jump on a call. I'm happy to support you and give you some ideas. Um, so I think it's become really special, this idea that it's not only like we work so hard to make it like a no hierarchy to the point, like in any way, to the point that, you know, I label the calls like blue and green instead of one and two and A and B. Like, I'm like, we don't want anything like that. Lisa and I are just like, okay, how can we make it this way? Because we want everyone to understand and realize that just by showing up for someone and being present for them, that is so valuable. So whether you're a billionaire or whether you just graduated college with some amazing ideas, just by being there to support someone and, you know, with their goals and their dreams, it's like, if you can support them in other ways, that's amazing by connecting them with someone. But if someone says, hey, I want to read a book a week, just by you saying, hey, how's it going? Did you read the book? Like anything I can do to support you? Here's a recommendation I have of a book, you know, just things like that. It is so special. And so we want everyone to feel and understand and just feel like, yeah, I am valuable and I can be valuable regardless of my situation, just by that concept of showing up. So <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I, the, the idea, I think it's just the coolest idea. And I, I can't remember who said this quote, but your dream teamers reminds me of this. The quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. And I can't, for life me, I can't remember who said it, but it just reminds me of the group because the group is just made up of so many encouraging, empowering, awesome people. And I love what you said too about it is supportive and my partner is supportive but also challenging. So it's not just like he's rah, rah all the time. Like he mm -hmm. challenges me to get better. And I think the whole group does that for one another. So it's, it's such a cool concept. <laughs> and I can't wait for it to be a household name in the next five years. But what, so what is listening or watching and they want to, how do they find out more about dream teamers and potentially join? Are you actively? Yeah. So we are excited to accept new members. And so if you just go to dreamteamers.com, you can apply on our website. Our next cohort starts the October 7th and we have a new one every three months. Um, so yeah, we're really excited. And one of the biggest things is are people ready to show up for themselves and show up for their partners, right? So like a six hour a month minimum commitment. Like we have a bunch of master classes that anyone can join, um, but just the group calls and then for your partner, that's key. So if now is not the right time, maybe next time is, but that's really important for us that people are, you know, not joining because it's, it's such an amazing community, but also they're joining because they want to be challenged, right? It's like you understand that your partner is going to call you out if you are full of limiting beliefs, you know, and being okay with that. Cause I think sometimes people are not in a place or maybe not ready to hear that. And so it's like, are you ready to hear that? Are you ready for someone to say, Oh, Hey, you know, um, you said you wanted to work out, but you didn't like, what can I do to support you? Or like, should I text you in the morning or what, you know, cause you could have woken up earlier. You know what I mean? And granted things happen. It's just the idea of like, are you going to be okay with someone's like, supporting you to be your best self and you know follow through with what you want to do and what you say you're going to do so exactly yeah it's exactly if what that happened. sounds like you apply to dream tamer <laughs> <laughs> i like that good commercial i like that well and, and just to throw it out there too i the time commitment i think is hugely important and it doesn't even feel like the six hours and sometimes more it doesn't even feel like it's work when you're working with somebody that is just you have a great relationship with. So I totally, that's the goal. We don't want it to feel like we're, we want you to be excited. Like I have people saying like, Oh my gosh, I was almost late to the group call and I was running into my building to be able to jump on. And we're just like, I love hearing that, you know, and all the <laughs> testimonials on our website. It's like, we didn't even ask for these. Like 
it's so special when people are so excited and genuinely so passionate and they're like, Oh, I'm a dream teamer for life. Oh yeah. This is the best. Or like my partner and I like, this is crazy. How did you guys know? And it's like, we make such an effort to work on the matches and to like for the people that we bring into dream teamers. So I'm really grateful for that. (laughs) Definitely tell the work you put in because it shows and how happy everybody is and how encouraging and it's just a great group of people. So if you're listening or watching, check out the website, dreamteamers.com, right? Yes. Yeah, and feel free to put, when we ask you, how did you hear about Dream Teamers, put Matt Scaletti. Put me in there. Put living the dream in <laughs> there for sure. Uh, okay. So through and learning about you and, and knowing you a little bit in the past, it just seems like you're someone that when you put your mind to something, you just go for it and you go all in. And my question is for somebody listening or watching this, and maybe they, they don't like where they're at in their career, with their health, with the relationship, whatever. What, what advice can you give? Because I just think once you go in, you go all in. Like, do you have advice for, for somebody to just go for it if they want to change something, that, but they just haven't made the change yet? Yeah. So I think one thing that's really important to me is that I don't ever want to feel like I'm settling. And I think we all know when we're not in alignment or when we're unhappy when we wake up. And sometimes it takes us some time to be like, wait, I don't want this or I don't like this. And I think so often people don't realize that they can take their power back and they can change. Like, there's, it's like, uh, if you don't like where you're at, move. You're not a tree, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're not a tree. So whether it's a relationship or a job or a home or a location that you don't like or that doesn't fulfill you and make you happy and excited to wake up in the morning, change it. You know, nothing. That's the only thing that you can, you know, expect is change, right? And there was something that I think um, that I really liked in Jim Carrey's, he did like a commencement speech and he talked about his dad, you know, working so hard at a job that he didn't like because he wanted that idea of, you know, stability and security. And it's just, and he says, he's like, and in the end he was fired and lost, he lost that stability that he thought he had. And so it's like, if you're going to have the, it's basically like you can fail at doing something you don't love. So why not, if you're going to fail, fail at doing something that you love. And like, that was the concept of it. And it's like, why not go out and make the effort to live your best life and do the things that may scare you or that you're, you know, like with that chance that it could, you know, like a lot of times we're so focused on what could go wrong instead of, well, what could go right? You know, it's like, oh, well, what if I ask this person out and they don't like me? But what if they like you, you know, or like, what if I apply to this job and I don't get it? Well, what if you do, you know? And so one thing, and I also uh, really like this, I try not to focus on an outcome as much as I focus on the idea of I want this or something better. And I heard, I think I was like reading a Gabby Bernstein book or something and she'd said that. So it helped me put into, to be able to explain how I like to think. And so it's like, I don't want to focus on this happening. Like I hope that, you know, um, this guy and I get married and have kids and I have the best life ever. And it's like, okay, but instead of maybe like him per se, his name, I just focus on like, the idea that like, if this doesn't work out, something better is going to work out. And I just think so many times we get upset because we can't control a situation or it doesn't happen how we planned. And we don't remember or realize that some things needed to fall apart so better things could fall together. So it's like you miss your train and you're pissed and you're like, oh man, I miss my train. I'm so angry. And then you meet your best friend because they were actually taking the next train. And it's like, if we're kind of in this state of, you know, scarcity and upset and frustration about things that we can't do anything about, right? Like you can't do anything. You already missed the train. So might as well just take a deep breath and be like, oh, there's literally nothing I can do. Like, um, and you can choose to show up differently. You're going to be so much more open to all the amazing things that are going to happen because you're open to them, right? So I think choosing how to show up is so powerful in itself. And, and that idea of just being okay with things not working out as planned because you give yourself room to have, you know, the most amazing things. Like if you would have asked me last year, would I be a co-founder and a CEO of a company, like a global company? I'd be like, what? No. So it's right. It's like, I'm glad things didn't work out that I wanted to work out because had they not worked out, I, or had they worked out, I wouldn't be where I am now. And I'm so happy where I am now, you know? 
And I think that works in everything and relationships in everything. It's like, I'm glad that relationship didn't work out because now I'm in this relationship that I actually am more, that I'm happier in, or I'm glad that that, you know, job didn't work out because I'm actually happier now. And it's like, if we get so upset about it not working out, we just don't get to this place where it's like, this is amazing, you know? <laughs> That's yes, I know. And I'm, I have like five ideas written down of everything you just said, because it's true, like not to settle and we have full control over how we show up and being open-minded. I mean, there's so many gems in there and I have a few of them written down, but that was a great answer to a, a tough question. So what a surprise. <laughs> you knocked it out of the park again and again. She has no idea these questions are coming. <laughs> I refuse to email Ashley the question. <laughs> uh, okay. Last thing before we get into this thing I call the final five, which is rapid fire five questions. Ooh, okay. What's, we, we heard a little bit about the vision, so we know what's next from that mm -hmm. front. Is there anything on the horizon that's next for Ashley Abushi that you're excited about that you want to share? Um, I am excited. So right now I'm in Chicago visiting family, um, but I'm just really excited. It's been a really long time since I've kind of like settled down and made somewhere my base. And, but like for the long haul, it's like for almost 10 years, I was living all over the world. And I'm like three months here, a few months here, three months here, a few months here. And then Bali was six months and I was in New York for about a year. Um, I'm just excited. I love LA and I'm really excited to make that my base and kind of like find you know, a home that I love. And so I'm just really excited for that. Um, so yeah, I think that's great. And <laughs> I'm shocked. I don't know. I, I figure you may stay there for six months and then end up somewhere else in the world. I mean, who knows? I'm just still travel, but yes. I'm gonna, you know, make it my home. And that's one thing I do everywhere I go. It's like the first night, even if I'm in a hotel somewhere for a few days, I like put my things in their place. I'm like, now I have my own little home, you know? <laughs> I think so. that's so cool. Your your perspective is so different from everyone else I've had on here because for many reasons, but be, because your extensive travel experience is so cool to get that perspective. I think it's it's just something you cannot read about. You just have to go do it. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> really? Are you ready? The question is, are you okay, ready? Okay, I'm ready. Five. It's not necessarily yeah. rapid fire, but you see if you can answer them in like a sentence if possible. Okay. Before we do that, this Ready. does not count as one of the questions, but how can people connect with Ashley? We have dreamteamers.com. People know about that. How can people follow you and connect with you? Yeah, so my Instagram is just Ashley Abushi, and um, you can also connect with me. I, I would say Instagram mostly, and then um, on dreamteamers.org is our Instagram. So, yeah. Check out dreamteamers. That would Teamers. be the place. Abushi, it'll be in the show notes, but it's A B B O U S H I, Abushi. That and just say it, it like five times too, because it's fun to say. <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Is All that right. one of the questions or no? No, that was not one of the questions. That's <laughs> too easy. That was too easy. All right. How do you want to be remembered? Ooh, as someone who inspired others by their example. I love it. And I think you're doing that already, which is awesome. Um, what are you most thankful for? I am so thankful for the mindset that is gratitude. You know, like my hat says grateful. I just think that has been the biggest change in my life was being able to learn how to chunk it down and take a step back and but like and and always find something to be grateful for i say i'm excited all the time as i'm sure you know and everyone knows that hears me talk i say it daily and they're like it's so weird because you i you actually are excited and i'm like oh my gosh i'm excited you know i say it all the time i just think words have power and when i got to this realization that i am choosing the words that i say and that i think and that i believe and i can be grateful for whether it's a beautiful day outside or you know, just the fact that I got to see my grandma last week, even though it was socially distanced, even though it was with masks on, it was just like focusing and choosing where my focus goes. I'm, I'm so thankful for that because it made my life so much better. That's a great way to look at it. That is so good. Okay. Here's my favorite question to ask you because we've been to Tony Robbins events and we see how much energy and dancing they, uh, there is there. So 
What is Ashley Abushi's best dance move? Okay, this is my move. And it's funny because my aunt asked me, and she's like, how are your arms toned? I'm like, I'll show you. I'll show you. This is because I'm always doing this. Yes. <laughs> this is still my move. <laughs> Hands are going up and down. For those of you that are just listening, still she's like raising the roof <laughs> like with fists. It's pretty amazing. Like double fists. I'll be jumping up and down with that. That's true. And you're jumping up and down. All day. <laughs> I love dancing. I don't really drink at all, but I'll be out and dance the whole night just with water. I'm like, guys, I will outdance all of you <laughs> and I'll feel great tomorrow. <laughs> it's the truth. That's so powerful and accurate. My wife and I are the same. We don't drink, but we'll cut it up for sure. That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait to see you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. It's going to be a wild one for sure. All right. What's the, I'm excited to ask you this because I don't know how you're going to answer this. What's the biggest obstacle you have overcome? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I think the biggest obstacle that I'd overcome is getting in my own way and thinking that I didn't have power. So I know I talked about it earlier, just this idea that we give, we can, we constantly and consistently give our power away. Oh, I, I couldn't do this because of that, or this happened, or that person did this. And it's just like, that was such a, like a tough obstacle to kind of really take responsibility for my life and my choices and where I was in any area, right? Like how I showed up to people, my finances and anything, you know, like I had some issues with my skin, like all the things just, I was like, wow, I, I think taking that responsibility was a very tough, you know, like a very tough thing to overcome. But once I overcame that and I'm, I'm always calling everyone out else on the on their limiting beliefs and I I'm calling myself out onto it and I like what other people call me out you know so I think that would be my biggest obstacle that's a great answer nobody's ever said that before and that's yes. that's a good one yeah that's a really good Dang. one all right last one here we go who is your hero who who is my hero okay well that is a good one. I'm inspired by so many people, you know, everyone from like all the anyone that, you know, we've all faced adversity and challenges. So I just feel like so many people inspire me. I really liked something that Matthew McConaughey said, and it was somebody asked him who is his hero. And he said, my hero is myself in 10 years. And he's like, and so I'm going to continue to chase that person. And then the guy came back and he's like, okay, 10 years later. Well, who's your hero now? He's like, well, my hero is myself in 10 years. He's like, and so it's just this idea that it's like, I'm going to consistently always keep trying to improve and, you know, sh just in any way that I can. Um, so I loved that answer. It was just like, I, I love that. And I want to, I want that to be my hero. I want, like this constant pursuit of growth and my best life and happiness and like being able to inspire and show up the way that I want. Right. Like we all have days or times where we're like, Oh man, I, I, I didn't mean to show up that way. Or, you know, I made this excuse or I didn't do this that I said I would do. And so I think just this constant pursuit of like that, you know, I think I want to say is my hero myself in 10 years. I think that's really cool. And I think it's been a long time, but I think I may have heard that on YouTube. I have to look at it again because that's powerful. That's a great answer. That's a really good answer. I'm going to find that somewhere and maybe I can link it up. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, this has, been, this has been awesome. For those of you that are just meeting Ashley, you can tell to me, it's obvious her energy is so contagious. She's smiling constantly. <laughs> if you're just listening to this, you have to watch it on YouTube because she's always smiling. And that's just who she is. So I can't thank you enough for taking the time out. I know you're visiting family. So thank you for carving out an hour for me and for us. Of course. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to have you again uh, definitely down the road. And I think we're going to try to bring Dream Teamers both of you on in some point yeah. in the future. So that would be fun too. Cannot wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. 
please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,